G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Australia Decides song review series of 2020. And it's all about Jordan Ravi today. Mm, interesting one. Wasn't really known, I think, for a lot of Australians coming into being an ours, was he? Never heard of the bloke. <laughs> yeah, fair, <laughs> en- fair, fair, fair enough. Well, look, I'll tell you a little bit about him. He is, he's just turned 20 years old. Um, he is a busker from a small town called Darwin. <laughs> They'd like to describe him. They make it sound like a tiny little outpost, but, you know, Darwin's a city. It's a city. <laughs> I know. Kind of. But look, anyway, after kind of doing a lot of things in, a lot of music in school, a lot of big musical family, he was part of jazz bands, thrash metal bands. Oh, gosh. And then he took, he really took to busking and he really enjoys busking he sort of said in interviews and then he did a couple of little opening acts for like isaiah firebrace as well as aiden from the voice mm-hmm. then went and tried his hand in america and he got on america's got talent and he got through a couple of rounds there including simon cow giving him a standing ovation so simon cow was very impressed from the clips i saw it doesn't get much bigger than that really but Weirdly, for someone who's been quite big on America's Got Talent, this will be his Australian TV debut. It is a bit of an odd one, isn't it? It is. So other than that, there's not really much more to sort of know about um, Jordan Ravi. He's quite the um, sort of the unpolished, let's see where this goes kind mm, of act. Diamond in the rough. Here he could go. be, mm. indeed. Well, let's look at his song. Um, we're going to have a listen to it now. It is Pushing Stars by Jordan Ravi. And everybody talks the same But you All right, Michael, what positive things do you have to say about this song? Oh, gosh. Um, For me, just instantly likable, instantly digestible pop, straight away. Uh, He's got, it's got a pan-European sound. This could come and, you know, let's not be, let's not hide away from this. This has got Scandi vibes. Mm -hmm. There might be a few Scandi fingers in the pie when it came to the actual uh, composition of this song. Mm -hmm. And that appeals to me very, very much. And I think it gives it a very pan-European sound. This could come from a lot of countries. There's also a lot to hang on to in this song. Whether you like the chorus or you like the instrumentation, it's simple, but it's done precisely and almost clinically well, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. want to say, which is a little bit of a Swedish uh, kind yes, of uh, yep. uh, a trait. But yeah, there's something about this that is so, so good. I think it's got jury appeal, and I think it's got commercial appeal. You can sell this song. You can sell this song on radio. You can sell this song on TV. This is good. This is really good. This is like the perfect little marriage between Australia and um, Scandinavia, particularly Sweden. And we know, hey, we will put in the Scandi pot for the semi-final allocation this year because a lot of our music that we put through, probably take away zero gravity, um, the rest of it has been quite Scandi, particularly the first couple of years. Um, now, it's written by George Shepard from Shepard, obviously, who were in it last year. And you can really hear that element at the start of the song. And Tanya Doko, who has spent most of her songwriting career in 
Sweden. Sweden. And then a couple of other Swedish composers and producers in there. So you can see this meld. So there is this kind of mix between the two, which I really like, because I don't Mm. feel... It's definitely very Scandi, but not purely Scandi. There's still a little element of Australia coming through there, which I really quite like. I agree with you. Instantly likable. I liked it the first time I listened to it, and I must have listened to it almost like 15 times in a row straight after. (laughs) It just really was just so pleasing. It is. It's a very pleasing song. Um, It's not going to set your world on fire, but it's it's done so well, and I totally agree with you on that element. Um, Just happy. Happy is the emotion I feel when I hear this song. Good stuff. Can I ask a question, Dale? Is it a little Melfest semifinal? I, I don't necessarily think so. Well, let's talk about the cons then. I, I guess you're presenting that as a con. Oh, was I? Was I? I don't well, know. Well, is it not? I think anyone who's in the Melfest semifinals is doing well. Uh, look, for me, I think the cons here are, does it really stand out? Is it in the mid-range of pleasantness and death kind of thing? You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It washes over you for three minutes. It's great. I enjoy it, but I'm not going to really go out of my way to vote for it. And I think that may be a con when it comes to the competition. People might go, oh, gosh, I really enjoyed that. But when it comes time to press the button, he might be the third person, fourth person, not your first or second. Also, he's unknown in Australia. We just Mm. don't know this kid. And good on him for getting out there. I mean, if he does a great Mm. performance, Mm -hmm. then we're going to know him from there. But this is his first step, and he's up against some very well-known names. That's true. Um, And also, I think when it comes to the staging of this song, you're going to need to be very creative to make this stand out. Because kid on stage with guitar ain't cutting it this year i'm sorry no it's not i think we're gonna have people swinging from the roofs i think we're gonna have people doing all sorts of stuff kid smiley good looking floppy haired kid is fine but i don't know if it's going to be enough look i i can't disagree with some of what you've raised there and i think i think for me we've spoken a lot about songs in this song review series of being Live songs, not studio. Mm. I think we've got the complete opposite here. I think we've probably got one of the best studio songs of the lot and quite contemporary um, and good here on radio, particularly in Europe. Very European song. Probably less so on Australian commercial. Yeah, we TV. don't have accordion songs in Australia. No, this is this radio. is this could be a commercial hit in Europe for sure. Um, then therefore, if you are going to present it live, you've got a big challenge to to keep it you've got to keep movement, I would say, in the song. Otherwise it's gonna feel stale, and I think that is the issue with it. Uh, he also needs to nail it he needs to nail this live. Um, it is precisely perfect. In studio, can it be precisely perfect (laughs) live? And that's the question. Yeah, it's got that scanty clinicalness about it to a degree, hasn't it? And I mean, I guess that's a possible negative as much as it is a positive. Yeah, yeah, because it's very good. Okay, like it. Well, look, there's a lot of positive here, but um, let's let's hear from the um, Aussie Vision team. Yeah, who are we hearing from, Dale? So for this one, we're going to hear from three members from the Aussie Vision team, and we're going to hear from Steve, Fleur, and Liv. Um, I loved it on first listen. Um, my only concern around it is the the ooze and the use. The anthemic sections of the song will need to be absolutely spot on live. Um, they'll be quite challenging. Um, I love the guitar in it. I love the middle eight and the song structure. Um, and the title is is clear and recognisable without being overly repetitive. Um, this will be a good entry for us. I really enjoy this type of music. I like the song. I like his voice. This is something I would listen to afterwards without a problem. 
The problem I do have with this song, though, is I don't think it is perfect for Eurovision. I can see it doing okay. I can see it finishing top 15. I, obviously, I could see it qualifying. But I don't see it in the top 10. It's not a Eurovision winner. That's what worries me about this. Honestly, this just ticks all the boxes for me. Young guy, floppy brown hair, guitar, tick, tick, tick. What more could you want in a national final song? Fun, upbeat, Scandi vibes. Look, it's not really doing anything we haven't seen before, but that doesn't matter. It knows what it is as a song. It's great, and I'm going to love it on the night. Okay, interesting comments there. Uh, a lot of what we've kind of raised in a way. Anything surprising? Nothing really surprises me too much there. Um, yeah, this is pretty much falling for them where it is falling for us. Mm. There's a lot to like about it, but is it enough? And I think uh, interesting, like Liv's like, you know what? It is what it is on the tin, and I like it for that. Totally. Um, Fleur goes, you know what? It could do well, but not good enough. I think in some Australians' minds, like, you know, making the final isn't necessarily success for us. And I think Steve raised that vocal issue really, really well, actually. Like, he, the way he described that is like, you're right, you cannot miss one bit of this vocal. Otherwise, you're screwed. It it's got to be perfect. unravels a little bit, doesn't it? You've kind of set yourself up for a, a possible fall. All right. I guess it's time for our rap and rank, Dale. Um, let's have a... I think this is a cracking national final song. And I think having said that comment, I've just realised I don't expect it to go to Eurovision. <laughs> I think it's, it's a really, really good national final song. He should be proud of himself. It should uh, expose him and give him to the national audience. And yes. that's what it's about. It's a great song. Um, I've heard it on ESC radio already, so <laughs> hopefully the Europeans are taking into it. I think it's a very good modern Australian pop song with that Scandi feel, and hopefully he does himself. I'm sure he will do himself justice on the night, and this should actually finish mid-table, I reckon. What about where you rank it? Uh, I'm ranking it, well, mid-table, Dale, 5th out of 10. Fifth out of ten. Nice. Yeah. No, still a good positive result there. Yeah, very yeah. much. I put a lot of very good songs underneath this. For me, this was instantly likable the first time I listened to it. As I mentioned before, I watched I listened to this over and over again afterwards. And every single time a song came out, I wanted to like it more than this because it's not really the song I think we should send to Eurovision. But for me, no other song just got me this uh it made me enjoy this as much as this it's such a happy emotion i feel for this song i love it i just want to listen to it over and over again and it's my first place it's my winner do i think it should go to eurovision probably not unless they <laughs> stage the hell out of it and give it the best led show you could possibly give but this is my number one i absolutely this adore the song is your favorite song out of the whole selection it is it really is it's just so perfectly done it's a perfect studio song this is the best studio look i reserve judgment to change my mind on the live smack <laughs> yeah Gobsmack. easily the fir my first place i just wow i i, I kind of looked at other ones and i wanted to say you know what maybe there are better songs but it's not a better song for me. And okay. sometimes you got to go, my favourite is my favourite, even though I don't think maybe Ooh. it is the song for Eurovision. Wow, okay. Well, I'm stunned. I don't I think really there's many other people who have this first. I don't Let's think anyone this gave this 12 points on this one. <laughs> I mean, not that it's a bad song, and I'm, I think it's a really, really just, good song. I love it. But wow, your I, top song for Australia Decides 2020 is Jordan Ravi. I can't stop going back and listening to it. And it's not just Jordan Ravi. It's Tanya Doko and George Shepard writing a perfect Australian Scandi song. I love Scandi. I love Australian pop. This has melded them so well. Mm. And what can I say? Fair it enough. puts a big old smile on my face. I can't oh. deny it. 
Oh, well, no one can deny your happiness there, Dale. Yeah. I mean, we can all judge you, but <laughs> yeah. no can deny. I expect to be judged. Wow, okay. So top of the pile for you. All, all right. right, well, let's we see go. where the Aussie Vision team ranked it. As we yeah. mentioned, very diverse group, different ages, different genders, let's different some, geographical area. Let's get some sensibility going back in here. Dale. Well, okay, they didn't rank it as high as me. Well, no one would. Uh, they put it in sixth place. Okay. Oh, well, you know. It was not far off, like, fifth and fourth, mm. clutching straws. Um, but no, no, I mean, like, it was very much kind of like a bit of a jump up from from seventh place, but not quite into the fifth and fourth. So Fair very right. much people's likable song, maybe not lovable song. And there's my problem with it I get right it. there. I get right. it. I can separate my personal, my head and my heart. I understand. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad I've heard you know one. That's yeah. really nice. It's a bit early in the piece, isn't it? No. <laughs> All right. Well, look. Do you? Does anyone else love it as much as me? Because I know in the Aussie Vision team, I was the only twelve pointer for this. Yeah. Um, but uh, hopefully, you enjoy the song, and maybe it'll prove uh, people wrong live. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs>